it's talk comics to me time we're in the bone zone zone bone zone roam zones five we're five cinco part five cinco, cinco bones <laughs> uh i'm i'm champ champenstein i'm heather and you know we're here to talk about some like comic books and stuff i don't really have anything this today i'm not on any sort of role I've, I've just been like studying so much my brain is like mm. um i've been laying down all day so i'm in the same way but like not because i didn't <laughs> do anything i'm just tired that takes brain power too yeah i had to stare i okay i was watching howl's moving castle earlier and i was like it's been years since i've seen that movie so i was very excited you know mm-hmm. lying down on the couch watching it five minutes of this fucking movie left five minutes and my internet goes out and I have been trying all day to finish it and it won't work just read the wikipedia article like we both did with gone girl true you know what I am gonna do that I've seen the movie several times but I'm gonna read it anyway (laughs) I just I think it's funny because I really felt like I had been punked by it when I read the ending of it because I you know I was probably like 20 minutes from the end and I had to go to bed. I I have a sleep schedule, people. I have to go to bed. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, well, off to bed. Let me read the Wikipedia article. And I was like, no way that's real. I do that for movies that I'm enjoying and I'm in the middle of watching. (laughs) I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to see how this ends. I do that for almost every movie like while I'm in the middle of watching it I'm like well I think I know how it ends but I'm gonna look it up anyway even though I know in maybe 20-30 minutes I'll get there so I can see it myself I love spoiling things for myself I mean I had known like the twist of Gone Girl Mm -hmm. not like the twist like the ending with Neil Patrick Harris getting his like throat slit not that ending or that twist but the twists were sh- spoilers oh uh, yeah sorry spoilers spoilers for gone girl uh <laughs> but the the spoil like the fact that she like is the one who's been doing all of this stuff because like mm-hmm. one of our friends like posts about it on the internet sometimes and so now it's just now a I- consistent thing in their life like gone girl february 2nd <laughs> It's just like stuff about how like being them or being the gone girl lady. I don't know, just like jokes about like how she is, and it's like you kind of reference the material so often. You're like, okay, I get what your the joke is and like what's happening, right? And then when I was watching it, I was like, I even now understand even more. Like I got it, but now I get it even more. <laughs> anyway, that's. That's the Gone Girl rant before we talk about <laughs> comic books. <laughs> we do, I don't know how we got here. We I never do. Okay. I'll talk about my comics, okay? okay uh, go ahead. So I'll go first. This is uh, Joker, the boy who stopped laughing. <laughs> it's what I'm always going to call it now. Uh, this is issue number five. This just continues um, Joker and his quest to find the impersonating Joker. Uh, they run into each other in this and they keep trying to trick each other and it's (laughs) really dumb and really funny um and meanwhile red hood is trying to find joker as well to kill him and batman puts out a hit on him essentially (laughs) because he wants him to just stop (laughs) 
He's like, you got to stop. You shot a bunch of cops in a hospital. <laughs> you have to stop. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's like a, a cute little twist, I guess. I don't know. I This book is a lot of fun. I really, I really do enjoy it. Uh, and then the story in the back, uh, the the woke business one where he's always falling in love with someone and trying to get them to love him. This one is Giganta. Yeah. So this whole time he's trying to figure out how to make himself a better person or at least appear to be a better person so that Giganta will fall in love with him. Uh, he ends up... <laughs> He does a lot of things like at one point he's washing windows on a building. <laughs> Another he's fixing power lines and then he's selling hogs. Like he's just <laughs> doing the most ridiculous things. Uh, but then he ends up casting a spell on himself and he makes himself giganticize. Okay. Which is very funny. And then he did the spell wrong. And so out of his face comes a bunch of little <laughs> uh there you go it's good they're all naked <laughs> yeah <laughs> good it's stuff. ridiculous I love this story I think I can't decide which one I like more like the actual story or the Joker anthology love series <laughs> yeah. they're just really good I say it seems like a lot of fun yeah uh, the art makes it like a lot of fun too yeah for sure anyway that's Joker. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess it's my turn. Mm -hmm. uh, I have issue number one of Black Tape. This is a book by uh, Dan Pinosin. <laughs> and then uh, Dalibor, oh gosh, I can't say this last name. Talajnik. Talajik. T-A-L-A-J-I-C. Talajik, yeah. Uh and I this is a book about a woman whose husband has passed away. He was a rock rock god, I guess you could say. <laughs> Not like a literal god, maybe. I have no idea. Um <laughs> it's the first issue, you don't know. A, yeah, I, I really don't know. Uh but anyway, super popular rock man. He has died. This is at like his funeral. I honestly I have to go back and read what the solicit is because I don't remember like what is supposed to be happening in this book and this first issue did not really tell me okay it just it's really hard to explain it just didn't feel like I I don't feel like I have any clue as to like what the fuck this book is about or like what's going on like short of like wife is dealing with grief there's like some sort of satanic level going on like shitty shady like sort of friends but yeah I don't I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really don't know I read it at the shop so a part of me is like maybe I just didn't like take it in as fully as I could have if I had like read it at home but like there was nothing going on so it was I was literally like I didn't have any interruptions I was just standing there reading a book right I don't know sometimes if you're not like in that mood or mindset for it and location is a big deal because I've read several books at the shop where I'm just like I don't I don't know what happens in this book 
And I don't know if it's just because of where I'm at and I'm not actually like into the book. I say not fully immersed, but yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I like the art like a lot. I thought that looked really like, that looked really good. Page where she's crying here, but. Oh yeah. I like, like the dog. Yeah. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, Just wasn't super into the story and I only special ordered that first one. So I don't know if I will like pick up the second one. That's fair. Uh, and then next I have Gotham City Year One. This is issue number five. There is one more issue of this, if I am remembering correctly. Yes. Uh, and in this issue, you are basically everything is unraveled. You figure out what has been happening. Uh, I really like this issue because of the art. <laughs> but they did this like flashback with the like black and like gray and blue hues which I was super in love with uh and at one point they interspersed it with like the story being like the past being told and her telling the story in the foreground Mm -hmm. uh yeah that's cool yeah and I love that um yeah book looks good as fuck I am like this book looks so fucking good it's insane um story's like all right it's just like you know it's like i've said before it's just a detective noir story like it's nor nor it's pretty normal uh i i just think it looks really good I, the storytelling is like fairly well done um these like oh yeah purples and blues it's just yeah I do think it's worth checking out, especially if you do like those types of stories. It's like very pulpy. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously have enjoyed it enough to like keep on, keep on it. And I don't feel like the race as like the race aspect is a pretty big part of the book itself, but not super indulgent within it as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. You got one issue left. Yeah. We'll see. All right. You you talk about this one. Okay. Uh, This is Monarch. This is issue number one. This is a Rodney Barnes story uh, who did uh, Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. I'll talk about this one. Um, (laughs) I forgot what I was doing. Uh, This is uh, an alien story pretty much uh it's just uh from the perspective of I guess a, a couple characters but the the main one is Trayvon yeah I believe um he is living in a foster home with his foster sibling just the one right yeah I think so I couldn't really tell and then there was a former one who is oh, yeah okay yeah that's what it is um but yeah so basically he's growing up in a foster home and he gets to school and some aliens start trying to take over the world (laughs) so they're stuck in the school for a little bit and after a few days he's like oh i you know we're out of food We, we need water all that kind of stuff so he decides to leave and the story begins yeah that is that's really how it goes i really like the art in the story a lot yeah it's Um, really really good like i like the story itself but it did feel like it was like kind of like missing 
something. I it was confusing for me a little bit because while the the narration, like the bubbles, they are color coded for each character when they it didn't blend as seamlessly as I was hoping it would. So it was kind of like jarring mm-hmm. the way it went back and forth between each person. And I was trying to remember like, well, what color is this character? What color is that yeah. character? And I know there's only, there's three technically, and we know two of them. And then there's the the red, which is just like an overall is what it seems like. Yeah. It, it was just, it was just a little confusing for me. I'm sure like more will be unraveled as the, the books go the book goes on I think you did you just special order this one I don't remember I'll have to look into it um because I I did like it enough that I do want to continue reading it if I did only special order it yeah because this is one I'm just like I'm not sure it's like I like it but I don't know in the scheme of like all the books I have if I like it enough to like keep reading it or like keep buying it I guess yeah that's fair I I do for sure I know I want to read the second one just to see like I want a little more to the mm-hmm. story like I did think that it was a good first issue but again it was a little confusing and I yeah. did just want a little bit more yeah uh I also feel like I kind of want to read the second issue mm-hmm. if nothing else like just check it out we'll get the second issue then <laughs> okay so the next we have Harrower. This is another number one. Uh, this is a story about a town that has a little urban legend uh, tied to it about this character named the Harrower. Uh, we don't really, I feel like, learn a lot about how it works, except for he, he shows up on this one certain day and we are introduced to our cast of characters uh, on that day. And I really, really liked this a lot. Uh, I love the art. I love the tone and the story. It just felt like, I don't know, it just felt like a, a good slasher. Yeah, the I, I really enjoyed the art and like the colors for it. I think the colors especially. Yeah, like the pinks and like oranges mm-hmm. and purples. It was just done, done very, yeah. very well. This is an exciting book. I, I don't know what's wrong with my issue. It looks like I had wet hands. <laughs> I didn't, though. Maybe okay. maybe we missed it when we were... No, I don't books. remember it being like this when I first picked it up. Mm. Which is yeah. what's weird. I think if you like slashers, this would be definitely one to check out. Mm-hmm. Just based on this first issue, it just seems like it's going to be like a real, real good, solid, like slasher a cult tale. slasher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Next, we have Tales from Nottingham. This is number one. Uh, this is literally what it sounds like. It's just stories from the universe of Nottingham, which is the series that I'm reading about. Robin Hood and the Merry Men. Um, Mm -hmm. I took some notes here, so let me pull them up so I can tell you about this. Uh, This issue is about Conrad of Montferrat. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, The King of Jerusalem, and he was killed by two assassins. The story is about the assassins, pretty Mm -hmm. much. Um, There was something else that I wrote here. And and the 
Oh, God. The, uh, the attempt, the assassination was supposed to sow discord amongst the crusading nations by blaming the killing on Richard the Lionheart. <laughs> yeah. So it does weave in to the story that's happening within the Nottingham universe. Uh, and chronologically, this does take place in April of 1192. I took notes, I told you. <laughs> yeah, no, you did great. I just remember, yeah, that the, I remembered the Lionheart aspect of it and the fact mm -hmm. that it was supposed to be like a whole a whole ordeal. Uh, and you may be asking me why I have this when I'm not reading Nottingham, not Heather, but you out there, listeners, fans. <laughs> In general. Uh, yeah, in general. And it's because I, I really did want to go back and like read the Nottingham series. Like after I didn't pick it up, I was like, damn, like listening to you talk about it, I kind of wanted to check it out. And it just seemed like an easy way to just like read it anyway, since it's like stuff where I don't have to really know. And right. It's, like it's an anthology, different writers, different like creative teams and stuff. So yeah. Um I'll bring the, the series for you because uh, I had read that these stories however many issues there's going to be it takes place like between the second story arc of Nottingham which just finished and then the third and final which is going to be starting soon mm -hmm. which I didn't know they were doing a third that's cool I just didn't know they were doing that um, yeah so yeah I can I'll bring them for you so you can read them yeah I think I have like maybe the first couple issues of yours yeah I do I think I recall all right. Unless I got them back to you, but I don't know. Um, I have two graves. This is issue number four. Uh, this is still just following the the girl whose name I can never remember. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> death. Uh, they're on a little road trip while she kind of is trying to figure out what is happening to her, what is happening to death, and she's trying to find a place to discard her mother's ashes, all while staying one step ahead of the group of other death henchmen that are trying to kill death for what he did to her, which is fall in love. <laughs> okay. Um, this issue was a uh, I did like this one a lot because it you kind of learn more about like what she is able to do like since all of this happened um like he can see when someone is supposed to die exactly and she kind of tells that they just are supposed to die so yeah. it's like a weird thing where they like work together but she also discovers this power that she has over him where she can like touch him and just knock him out <laughs> okay because if like it it explains like there's a mark on his neck where if she touches that he's just gone he's dead so she literally has control of his life essentially um but you know if she touches him anywhere else it's like close enough and it just is like all right later gonna go to sleep so she does that so that she can try to defeat the three death henchmen by herself which doesn't really work <laughs> you know okay she doesn't know what she's doing um but anyway there's a little story in the back like there is in every single issue and this one is by nk jemison and i think if you're a fan of nk jemison you should probably read it because it's actually uh, really good and it's only three and a half pages long yeah it's not bad not bad at all it was a very it's very short. quick read yeah 
Okay. That's all. Well, That's all I got. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, I have Daredevil. This is issue number eight. Uh, this is the fight between the fist and the hand. And for some reason, there's a fucking dragon there. Love that. Frank Castle's just riding a dragon. Uh, yeah. I think that's all I really have to say about this book. <laughs> there's a dragon. <laughs> there's a dragon. It like it looks really good. The art's just fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Frank is just like mad because Matt's let all these killers out of jail, and Matt's mad at Frank for you know teaming up with the hand and whoops <laughs> doing doing Frank Castle shit as normal and then on the last page it's Iron Man Captain America and Spider-Man Sp- Spider-Man Spider-Man <laughs> Spider-Man uh and they're like we gotta take Daredevil down he broke out of prison we gotta send him right back to serve out the rest of his sentence well, and it's like just, something they'd say and it's just weird because it's also like I don't know. I think the bigger problem here is Frank Castle probably being like imbued with the power of the god, the hand god. Mm-hmm. Like that seemed like a like a much bigger priority than Daredevil breaking out. I mean, to be fair, they are like super villains. So it's like, I get it, but also like, I don't know, priorities. And really... If you come at him swinging, like just at least come in and be like, "Why?" And then you can be, he can be like, "Hey, listen, I they're my army, they're my army now, they're mine, they're, they're God's army, which is much better than what you guys were doing." Anyway, that's a uh, that's Daredevil issue number eight. There's a there's a dragon. Okay, the dragon. A dragon and um, Daredevil frees it and it flies away. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that I have, like, you can tell me everything that happens in that book and it still is so confusing to me because I've never read it myself. So when you say some of the stuff, like even in Punisher that happens, like Punisher killed Ares how (laughs) yeah no dude that's what i'm saying this this last like punisher and daredevil as of like the last several issues have just been like bonkers like i don't i don't even when i'm reading it it's just like like i said i i opened this up and got like i think it's the second page maybe the first page of the dragon no it's the second page and where did the dragon come from what is the dragon what just a just a dragon that the the hand has on retainer yeah just like we caught this dragon and you know what would look sick as hell if we had frank castle right on top of it look we have this dragon (laughs) we're gonna spawn it in the middle of gordon ramsay's hell kitchen (laughs) so just make it happen yeah no i i really like you know it's hard to tell with daredevil issues but like pre-devil's reign and when he was just like 
in prison doing stuff did I I never saw the storyline going like this this ham it's bananas speaking of bananas Megatron kind of looks like a banana he's my little potato guy (laughs) okay are you ready for next I'm ready for next okay uh this is little monsters this is issue number 10 10 Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. um and this issue explains my dilemma that I was speaking of the previous issue when we talked about this which is the human blood versus animal blood controversy yeah (laughs) I was actually I was so excited to get into that to like read about it I really really like this issue um yeah I also really like this issue because it felt like so much finally like came together that I had been waiting to like come together so yeah you get like what happened to the adults like the the grown vampire's father you you got the origin I guess or the background of like how these kids ended up where they were and without adult supervision and why Mm -hmm. why Romy is the only one who really knows like what's going on um yeah I really I really really enjoyed this one and I just love Romy so much I feel so bad yeah yeah and you also like learn why they like lost their voice like why they can't talk and Mm -hmm. I also I like I like that a bunch uh yeah no this issue was was really really good I mean I've always loved the art in this book um I do I I will still stand by I feel like there's been just like too much like filler filler stuff yeah in the the issue like I issues I wish it was like I know the story like I can feel the story is wrapping up but I wish it had like maybe done that a little bit sooner yeah I I definitely agree I think for 10 issues for 10 issues for this to finally be like explained and for the story to kind of like develop the way that it is it is a lot especially again since the series isn't that long Mm -mm, mm -hmm. yeah it seems a lot I mean and it could be there could be way more to it as well it just feels like it's like at that like closing point yeah it it definitely does it's winding down you're getting to like the big climax Mm -hmm. okay you ready for next are you ready for next yeah got some bloodstained teeth this is issue number nine uh the next issue is the last issue oh damn really oh it says says to be concluded i thought it said to be continued earlier when i read it yeah. I was like, no way. There's no way that's the last one. <laughs> yeah. So this I feel like there's a lot of like just Atticus going after all of his like sips and then basically trying to fight the people who are trying to kill him. Sad about missing his best friend. Um oh, yeah. Dealing with a chronic cough from the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I, I like this book a lot i am glad that it is like gonna be wrapping up too just because it 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 does feel like fairly repetitive at this point where i'm just like okay i i get it i get what's I like happening here the, uh, his backstory i guess mm-hmm. yeah his medieval backstory i thought that was pretty interesting um and then you get a little bit more insight into the uh, assassin, I guess, for lack of a better term. I don't know what else to call her. 
yeah it's been just like following him this whole time <laughs> being a fucking creepy stalker <laughs> uh yeah just good good vampire stuff yeah very solid the art is fantastic um, art is the best part it is a a, a unique vampire story and it, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like one that i've heard before so i agree it's with cool. that for sure yeah all right i'm gonna talk about my last book okay that is yes my last one uh this is a bad idea book this is called the finder i haven't had a chance to read this yet um it smells really bad so it's hard to like be too close to it <laughs> i know that's such a dumb reason for like not reading a book but every time I open it I'm like oh my god (laughs) it smells really bad um I can't remember exactly what this one was about either but I know that the reason I got it is because the artist is the artist who did uh Odin's Eye okay and so I was very into that and I I feel like Christos Gage might have written that story I can't remember because I know the new release of bad idea books there was one that they both worked on together and Mm -hmm. then another that just the artist worked on yeah I think it was just this one that the artist worked on either way I was very excited about that because his art is just absolutely incredible and then the other story is called burger time and maybe one day I'll read it it does look like a lot of fun though Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the art just Oh yeah, it looks, looks like really weird. Yeah. So I will read this eventually um, it, once it doesn't smell so much. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have All Against All. This is issue number three. Uh, this is just a sci-fi story about these aliens that came from the sea uh, wear little mech suits took over the earth made a human and now that human's out to get them uh there's a little ween in this ep- this issue little ween little ween action uh Lo-wee? my yeah my favorite part was like when one of the creatures is explaining like how they took over the world and he's like taking over the brain of this like wolf in my opinion it is top-notch cool shit uh I'm gonna show it to you. So yeah, that and then that art the is so good. Yeah, and turn the page and it's like, yep. Damn, that's so good. Yeah. So it just, I was uh really into that aspect of it being able to kind of just like take over the bodies of like creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, though it seems like it's probably like a thing that's can only be ha- like happen for a limited amount of time um yeah we'll see like the the human helpless has like gotten into like they basically sedated him and took him into this like habitat they have and the gravity is way less in the habitat than it is or like inside the not the habitat like i guess their quarters than it is like out in the the world that they've mm-hmm. made that they're in and so like he's like obviously like incredibly strong and he does like the main general doesn't realize it until it's really late like too late when he's like talking about it. he's like 
yeah, just being out there, it's just like, I'm really, it feels really heavy. Like I feel so heavy, like still dealing with that. And then he's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> I've made a great, I've made a grave mistake. Uh, anyway, I, I really personally enjoy it. Um, I do feel like it is something that it's only five issues. It'd almost be worth like trade waiting on it though. Mm-hmm. Just it looks it really good. Yeah, it looks great. Okay, that's all. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Now we have Got Batman. Some. Got some. This is uh, issue number 132. This just uh, follows uh, Batman in a different dimension trying to find his way back home while running into weird mirror version people of everyone that he knows in Gotham. Yeah, I loved his little mustache. Yeah, it was really funny. There was one face that he makes when Selena gets the whip around him. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one. I don't know why. That face killed me. Yeah, it's just uh, so, just so silly. It's so good. Um, I really like this issue just because I, I like the colors a lot mm-hmm. in this issue in particular. Uh. But there was something that was like just a lot of fun. And then when him and Alfred like make eye contact, it just feels like that scene in Always Sunny where Charlie and Mac are like staring at each other from across <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, especially because restaurant. it looks like Batman's wearing makeup here. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, and then <laughs> the art in this is, it's very good. Like the facial expressions are, have been they were cracking me up the entire time I was reading it, but in a good way, in a good yeah. way. Um, and then the, uh, the second story, the one in the back is still them trying to figure out how the fail safe gun sent Batman away while not doing that to other people. And there's also more, but he's, they're still trying to get back to Batman. It's a toy, the toy box. But, like, it's an interesting little part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I like how the backups are, like, really wrapping into the the front half of the stories. I do, too, because, I mean, with Batman in this other dimension, you don't know what's going on in, like, his current Gotham. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I do like these a lot because you get to see, like, what everyone else is doing with him being gone. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> All right, we yeah, got Poison Ivy. This is issue number nine. Uh, this actually just got picked up to be an ongoing now for real. So it had was supposed to be six, then it was supposed to be twelve. Oh, okay. Then it now it is ongoing. Ongoing. I think we both thought it was ongoing, but it was only twelve. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, good for good for them. Uh, uh, I mean that with no sarcasm whatsoever. I mean, like, truly, <laughs> to take a character like Poison Ivy and have an ongoing story, like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, you know, not something that happens very often. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in this story, it's just Harley coming to see Ivy and tripping balls. Yeah, they do some cute little drugs together, have a walk down what's their version of Vegas, the Strip, I guess. <laughs> the Strip. The strip what it reminded me of Portland, yeah, just taking drugs and like walking down the street. Um, but yeah, that's a 
the I still I I love the art in this one. Yeah. Uh, I just I really like this issue a lot because this I think was one of the first times that I've read Harley and haven't like just like hated her. (laughs) I don't I don't like Harley Quinn. I I don't I don't think I ever have. I feel like it's really hard for me to like enjoy that character. I feel like one of the few times I enjoyed Harley Quinn was in like the White Knight series. Okay. probably the reason I don't like the White Knight series is because they really like tie her to Batman and like tie her to like relationships and shit so it's like they really take away like something about the way they made that character enjoyable otherwise like I just there's something about her character that just rubs me the wrong way (laughs) it might be I don't because for me it is when people see a character like her and then try to write her and they make her childish yeah while still being sexual that's weird to me i suppose it's like also the way like people make her talk like i really like yeah i I feel like here she just like see i (laughs) i seemed normal isn't the best way to put it but you know wasn't like so over the top yeah it's no, like she's, I, I get she's, that. she's talking to poison ivy the conversations are like how you would assume they would talk to each other without like harley being like just shoved into your face it felt like a legitimate relationship yeah like it just their her character was just written in a very real way and i think that was why it didn't for me anyway it didn't seem like obnoxious to read as because i don't know it felt like a real character yeah yeah anyway this the series has been really good as a whole mm-hmm. in my in my personal opinion and i've i'm really excited to see like what what happens from here and like where it goes it's gonna be good uh i hope she makes her way back to gotham yeah that's what i was like I, i'm really interested to see like what would happen once she gets back Don't do that, please. Thank you. Lizzie was okay. chewing on her paw. Do you see her? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so last we have Gospel. This is issue number four. This is just a story about um, Matilda and Pitt on a journey of, I guess, a quest. Yeah. A, a little qu- quest, a quest of religious proportions. <laughs> yeah. Uh Pitt, Pitt is like kind of in a reform his he's in his reformist era <laughs> you're right and uh Matilda finds out in this like issue and she is not pleased no she's an extremist <laughs> with really a- weird views she is like a religious extremist. Um, Bard in this book is fucking incredible. It is it's so so, so good. good. And uh, I really really liked this particular issue because mm-hmm. you have to see like the dynamic between the two of them. I liked the the art during the like flashback where you see Pitt when he's like younger, um, and then the integration of the the story of the giant. Into, yeah. Like, their actual journey and stuff I thought that was like really really cool this book Uh, is so good and I can't believe there's only one issue left 
Yeah, I uh, I really like their friendship, like especially this issue. Like, you know, they're talking about like they have very opposing views about what's going on. Um, to the point of you know Pitt being afraid to tell his truth because he doesn't want to lose that friendship. And I don't know, there's something just like really honest and like interesting about the conversation they had with one another. I, I also love this story, but I will be very frank. I don't, I think you have to be a very certain type of person to enjoy this book. Oh, for like, sure. Um, otherwise yeah. you're going to pick it up and be like, this is dry as fuck. I don't understand what's happening. Why do you two like this? <laughs> I think what got me is how it was like, they compared it to a Miyazaki story. Mm-hmm. And the first issue, I definitely get that. Like the first issue, it makes sense. Like the storytelling and stuff. Like I get that. But as it goes more along, I'm like, I mean, yes and no. Yeah, it, I think it's it's a mixture of the storytelling and the art. Because I can feel it like, I feel like in this issue too, and the way like the story is weaved into the story itself, mm-hmm. like the very meta-ness of it, uh, the weirdness of it. I feel like th- the character, like Matilda, Matilda is just like very much that way too. She feels like a Miyazaki character, but no, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Yes, and yeah, it's just, I I love it. I personally love this story. I'm very happy that I decided to pick it up and that it's. I I did just wish it would. It was longer. I wish it was yeah. more. Well, and I'm intru- like, it feels weird that they're gonna end it within the next issue, and also like, I I want to know how it ties to the outside world. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah, a whole would, outside world conversation that's happening too. There's a lot that still needs to happen. Maybe there mm-hmm. is six issues, but I swear when I was doing the count for them yesterday, it said five. I feel, I feel like there's only five too. Hmm. Hate it. I want more. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it. That's all we got now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, go buy some comic books and support your local comic book shops and be good to one another and love one another and just uh you know if you have a library somewhere go buy go rent go rent some books yeah go go check out some books books. uh heather what do you got um if you haven't been paying attention to the news or anything that's happening in ohio and east palestine with the train crashing and all of the environmental issues that are happening there uh, pay attention because the government is lying to them and to us about everything that's happening. Animals are dying. People are in trouble. So just pay attention. Don't trust the government, basically. That's fair. 100% <laughs> fair. Uh, I fell down another rabbit hole last night. Not conspiracy theories necessarily, but close. And I hate yes. the government. <laughs> yeah, I mean... If you're gonna get into conspiracy theories, at least vet vet your sources a little bit on that one. Anyway, that's all I gotta say. Uh, We love you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the flippity flip.